God, you are our everything. And for that, we give God honor. For that, we give God glory. How many of you all are just glad to be in the building one more time? Glad to be in the house of God. Glad to be above ground. Glad to just be in the presence of God. We're so grateful for each and every one of you that are here today. And for those that are catching via live stream, we're grateful for you also. And today, we just want to talk for a second about what about today? What about today? And I just want to ask a simple question. Are you allowing yourself to live your best life today? Can you just look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, are you allowing yourself to live your best life today? Listen, and when I'm asking you that question, are you allowing yourself to live your best life today? I'm not talking about your neighbor's best life. I'm not talking about your spouse's best life. I'm not even talking about your enemy's best life. I'm asking you, are you allowing yourself to live your best life? And a lot of times what we don't understand is your best life does not look like my best life. Can you look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say neighbor, your best life does not resemble my best life. A lot of times we minimize our life, we minimize our importance, we minimize our presence because we are measuring our best life to somebody else's best life. We want to say, Lord, I want to live in the big house like them. But your best life may be the two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. But it does not mean you're not living your best life. Your best life may include that little Hyundai, while somebody else's best life may include a Mercedes Benz. However, it does not mean you are not living your best life. Your best life may be a manager at McDonald's. Somebody else's best life may be a manager at a Fortune 500 company. But look at your neighbor and say neighbor don't minimize my life some of you guys have allowed the world to minimize your life because your life does not resemble somebody else's life you may be down here but guess what it's your best life you may only have five dollars but guess what it's your best life you may work as a clerk somewhere but look guess what it's your best life you better stop minimizing your best life because it does not resemble somebody else's best life. Somebody scream, I still matter. Somebody scream, my life still matters. You've got to start telling yourself it does not matter what you do. I'm going to let you stay in your lane and live your life. I'm going to stay in my lane and live my life. The only time you get stressed out is when you try and cross over and live somebody else's best life when God only gave you enough for your best life. You are struggling because you are trying to get outside of the boundaries of what God has blessed you with. God would never take you somewhere that's going to stress you out. God would never give you a card note that's going to stress you out. If you are living in a season that you are being stressed, it's because now you're trying to live somebody else's best. You are now trying to live the life that God has created for somebody else, but not for you. Listen, the one thing I realized, living your best life, every time you compare yourself to somebody else, you minimize and you devalue you. Somebody look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, stop devaluing you. I'm not your enemy. You're your worst enemy. You're sitting there talking about, oh, they sleeping on me. They not sleeping on you. You sleeping on you. They're not minimizing you. You're minimizing you. Oh, they don't know what I got going on. Yes, because you 
know what you got going on. They cannot experience the best you because you're not experiencing the best you because you have minimized who you are because you're trying to compare yourself with where everybody else is going. You've got to learn how to allow yourself to live your best life. And your best life does not look like my best life. Yeah, but I want to take my wife on a 21-day a, a cruise like he took his wife on a 21-day cruise. Your best life may just be a three-day cruise. But it's still a good cruise. It's still a good life. I want to go and travel for 10 days with no problems. Guess what? You may only be able to travel two days. But guess what? It's still living your best life. We minimize our life because we're comparing our life to somebody else's life. Can I tell you something? Jesus walked this earth for 33 years. He only ministered for three years. But he did more in his three years than some of the preachers did in 18 years. Because he didn't try to mimic nobody else. He said, John's going to do this, somebody else is going to do this, and I'm going to stay in my lane and do what I need to do. He ended up with more disciples than John did, but he all he said was, guess what? I got to do the best value of me. Somebody look at yourself and say, self, we're awesome. Living our own life. You have got to remind yourself every day that you wake up that it's okay for me to live my best life on my terms. Some of y'all, I don't want to go to the 10-year class reunion because some of them have already exceeded and I'm still right here. But guess what? Can I put a word in your spirit? Every flower that's planted on the same day does not bloom on the first day of spring. Come on here and preach, spirit. Every flower that's planted on the exact same day gets the exact same sunlight, gets the exact same water, and guess what? It does not bloom on, on, on the first day of spring because it's not time for that flower to bloom. I know y'all started off together, but it don't mean you're going to grow together. But it does not minimize who you are because you've not yet arrived yet. The flower is still in the ground. The seed is still in the ground. Just because the flower didn't bloom when the flower next to it bloomed does not devalue the flower that has not yet bloomed yet. You better stop devaluing you because you ain't on the same level with everybody else. You've got to tell yourself, listen, every seed requires something different. Some seeds require more water. Some seeds require less water. So some seeds, when it rains, it only needs that much rain. Some seeds need a little bit more rain. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I just needed a little bit more rain. It wasn't that I wasn't going to grow. I just needed a little bit more rain. It wasn't that I didn't have it going on. I just needed a little bit more rain. And God didn't give me the rain until it was my season to receive the rain. So while everybody else was blooming, guess what? I cut my hands for them, but I did not minimize me. Come on in here, Holy Ghost. Some of y'all are clapping for other people, but you're minimizing you. Yeah, but we've been out of high school for 20 years, and they got married, and they got five kids. So what? That ain't your life. But it does not minimize the value of your life. Somebody look at yourself and say, self, allow us to be our best. Look what the Bible says in Matthew 6 and 11. What am I standing on? I'm standing on Matthew 6 and 11. I've got to allow myself to live my best life, and I've got to know that the Bible says in Matthew 6 and 11, give us what day? What day? What day? What day I'm going to need it? Give us 
this day, today, our daily bread, that means God is never going to give me something I don't need yet. That means if I'm not grown into it, God didn't give me what I needed to grow into it. It does not mean I'm not great. It means that I'm great with what I got, and it's only when I minimize that do I not grow to my full potential. When David came on the scene to fight Goliath, guess what? On that day, David, God gave David what he needed to fight Goliath. While everybody else was hiding, guess what? God gave David what David needed to fight Goliath. While everybody else was in the corner, God gave David what David needed to fight Goliath. I am telling you, when you wake up every day, God gives you everything you need to fight Goliath and anything else that rises up against you. When you get stressed on the journey, what do you do? I'm standing on Matthew 6 and 11. Whatever happens today, God is going to give me my daily bread to make sure I can fight it. Somebody scream, I will not be defeated. Not today. Somebody scream, I will not be defeated. Not today. Why? What are you telling the devil? You're telling the devil when I woke up this morning, God knew what I was going to have to face, and God gave me everything I needed to deal with this day. And my best day does not resemble your best day. At the end of my day, I may be worn out. At the end of my day, you may still have some energy. But guess what? The mere fact I survived the day says I'm a winner today. I ain't got to look like you at the end. All I got to do is survive it. You got to realize that you cannot mimic somebody else and call it success. Can I say that again? You cannot mimic somebody else or try and resemble somebody else and then call it success. Because I did what they did. I'm successful. No. When you achieve everything God has ordained for you to achieve and at the end of the day you still standing, somebody say, I did a good job. The Bible says, give us this day our daily bread. Look, in one day you have 24 hours. In each hour there's 60 minutes. So listen, in one day you got 24 hours to be great. In one day you got 24 hours to do everything God has ordained you to do. In one day, you have 24 hours to max out the greatness inside of you. But not only do you have 24 hours, you got 1,440 minutes to be great. But then you got 86,400 seconds to be great. And how we're saying that, God, I can't do all this. Why? You got 24 hours to do you like nobody else can do you. The only reason you cannot achieve is that when you are comparing yourself to something that is unachievable because it was not given to you to achieve it. The only reason you won't achieve it is because it's unachievable because God did not give you what you needed to achieve it. Me being a beautician is not me living my best life. Because I can't flat and curl and twist and I don't have the vision to look at your head and tell a good hairstyle. I have your hair going every which way but loose. Why? Because God didn't give unto me what I needed to be a beautician. So it makes no sense for me to try and mimic my friend if, if that ain't my calling. I can't be a lawyer because guess what when I wake up in the morning? God's not going to give me the provision I need to be a lawyer because that ain't the calling that God put on my life. You guys are trying to do what somebody else did because they said, ooh, this was easy. I'm going to invest my money. Don't you do it. 
don't know nothing about investments, ain't did no research, and guess what? God ain't giving you the knowledge to do it. There is somebody that can look at an investment, know when to switch it, know when to flip it, but guess what? Somebody screamed, that ain't me. But what I'm going to do is, God, I'm going to let God give me the wisdom to tell me who to connect to. Connect me to the network that I need to be in, because guess what? I'm not going to step outside of my boundaries. God is not going to give you provisions for what he's not called you to. So it doesn't matter. Listen, I don't want you to fly an airplane if you don't know, don't have the skills that God has given you to be a pilot. 24 hours. Somebody look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you got 24 hours to be you and to be great. And I want you to understand that Netflix and Hulu and Hallmark and Bravo, all of those cut into these 24 hours. And so at the end of the day, when we say, I don't have the time to finish everything, what you just said was God gave me the time, but I gave it to Netflix and Hulu and Prime and every other TV station I could find. Because guess what? I did not stay focused on what it is God gave me the power to do. I want somebody to know right now that God is giving you the power to get out of debt. God is giving you the mindset to be the head and not the tail. The only reason we cannot accomplish these things is when we give the time back to the world. 1,440 minutes to start a business. 1,440 minutes to go and get a GED. 1,440 minutes to go and get a, 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 a degree. 1,440 minutes to go and be your best and operate your own business. But guess what we say? We say, God, I don't have enough time. God is saying, I've given you enough time. And look, God even says, um, with 24 hours, I'm going to give you eight hours of sleep. So now you got 16 hours to live your best life. Half of y'all don't have, don't need it because you don't even get eight hours of sleep. You will sit up like me sometimes and watch a program that's recordable instead of going to sleep and get the eight hours. Then you'll wake up in the morning tired and your mind is not right to do everything that God has ordained you to do. And you'll blame it on the fact I ain't got enough time. God says the devil is a whole lot. I've given you every bit of time you needed to be great. Somebody look at your neighbor and point to him and say, you could be better. All of this is included in one day. The Bible says in Matthew 6 and 11, give us today our daily bread. Are you allowing yourself to live your best life today? Not tomorrow. Stop worrying about tomorrow. But are you allowing yourself? And let me ask you a question. What did you do in the last 24 hours? If you had to keep a log of everything you did, did you live your best life yesterday? What about the day before that? What about Thursday or, or, or Wednesday? If you had to check off a progression list, were you able to check off anything? You know why we won't do checkoff lists? Because it will measure our unsuccessful attempts at doing this. Because it will show us, you didn't finish this, you didn't finish that, you left that unattended. Oh, why? It ain't because you didn't have time. It's because we gave time back to the world. Are you allowing yourself to live your best life and do the, mo the most you can do in one day? Let me show you something. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Your biggest fight today is within. Your biggest fight is not your spouse. 
Your biggest fight is not the world. Your biggest fight is not your friends or your enemies. Your biggest fight is you. How do I know that? Look what the Bible says in James 1 and 4 and 1. What causes fights and quarrels among you? What's going on? Don't they come from your desires that battle from within? You have a desire to be great, but then inside of you there's a fight saying, but I deserve at least an hour of rest. You have a fight that says, I'm going to push myself, but then you have a fight inside of you saying, oh, I pushed myself long enough. I'm going to take about a four-hour nap. Within your four-hour nap, there's so much more that you could have done. But guess what? The battle is not with the world. The world won't let me be great. The world don't mind you being great. You won't let you be great. Stop blaming outside forces on your lack of moving forward. Every time I put in a resume, nobody accepts me. You only put in three. You had 18 hours to put in at least one, one resume an hour. That's 18 resumes in one day. You have 18 hours to get three clients. Look at your neighbor and say, you just needed three. But God gave you 18 hours to do it. But because of how you mismanage God's time, now you want to blame God. But guess what? God said you can live your best life. Jesus lived his best life while living on this earth. Everywhere he walked, he said, come be my disciple. Everywhere he went, he tried to run, do a miracle. When people said, oh, master, master, he stopped every opportunity God gave him to be his best. Guess what Jesus says? I'm going to take the opportunity. Point to yourself and say, self, are we still missing opportunities? God is giving us opportunities every day you wake up. He's giving you an opportunity to move forward. But guess what the opportunities require? Us to put in the work. Jesus didn't get disciples because they came to him. Jesus got disciples because he went to them. Jesus put in the work. He says, when I die, I need a legacy that's going to start a new church. Can I give y'all a secret? Jesus didn't start a church. The legacy started the church. But he built the legacy while he was living. That means some of y'all are trying to build a legacy, but you're sleeping on your legacy. What are they going to have when you die? Because everything going with you, the dead, everything. Because guess what? You didn't maximize the struggle. Somebody say the struggle is within. It's not that you can't achieve it. It's because you are fighting within yourself. I can do it. No, you can't. I can do it. No, you can't. Let's try it. Let's not. Let's go. Well, we can't do it. Why? We ain't got enough money. The fight is inside of you. God never said he needed your money. He said he needed your faith. What causes the fights? The desire, the battle within. Look what the Bible says in James 4 and 2. You desire, you desire, but you have not. Why have, not, why have you not lived your best life? Why have you not achieved? We want, went on a... Um, on vacation on last week and the vacation wasn't cheap the vacation um, came with it uh, um, some nice little prices but we had a desire but we weren't gonna go to the point to say that we weren't gonna achieve it and so guess what we tried our best to save up for that trip some of you guys are not going after your desires you're getting from year to year talking about next year gonna be my best year next year gonna be my best year next year gonna be my best year I believe that God and Gabriel are so tired of watch night services and y'all saying next year gonna be my best year when God said but what about 
this year? What about today? What about living your best life today? You ain't got to wait till 2023 to live your best life. I woke you up this morning and gave you everything you needed to live your best life. Somebody scream today. Can I get you to understand something? There's parks outside today. You can take your child free to the park. There are places, you, I remember on one year, I didn't have a whole lot of money, but every year we taken a vacation. So every year we were used to vacationing, but I didn't have a whole lot of money that year. And I said, well, next year we'll live our best life. And God said, what about this year? And I said, well, God, what are we going to do? Because I don't have a lot of money. God says, you live in the state of Georgia, in the city of Atlanta. God says, have you gone to the Coca-Cola factory? God says, have you gone to the aquarium? God says, have you gone to the ML, ML King Center? We we spent our year vacationing in the city of Atlanta and it was cheaper than going to Florida but guess what we still lived our best life and we experienced stuff that we never experienced before you're making excuses for not living never been to no art theater you know we do have one downtown but we're making excuses look what the Bible says you desire but you do not have so you what? You kill. You kill other people's dreams and other people's aspirations because you have a desire to do what they're doing right now. So instead of you living your best life doing it, you'd rather tell somebody else down. I wouldn't start that business as I, if I was you. You know we in a bad, hard season. Why? Because what you're telling them is there's a desire inside of you that want to do what they're talking about. There's a desire inside of you that wants to do what they're trying to go after. Whenever somebody tries to kill what you're trying to do, you better know there's a desire in them that says, I can't do it, so I ain't finna let you do it either. I ain't finna let you move forward. I ain't finna let you go after that management position. I think I'm management material. I ain't trying to push you into that. So I'm going to you know they don't like you. Now you know if you apply for that position, you know they got clicks. Well guess what? I don't care because when I woke up this morning, God told me he was going to give me everything that I needed to be what I needed to be great. So guess what? I don't know if he gave it to you. Click or no click, I'm going after it. I don't care what the enemy says. Somebody better tell yourself, I got it in me. I'm going forward. People will try and kill what you're going after because there's a desire for them to have what you got. Girl, if I was you, I would have left him a long time ago. What you're really telling me is that if you was me, you want to be me. And so if I let him go, you're going to be the first one in line to pick him up. Y'all better stop listening to people when they're trying to kill what you're going after. That means there's a desire inside of them. Because people that are not competing with you they're going to want to see you live. They're going to want to see you grow. They're not going to try and kill what you're going after. There's a desire, but you don't have it. So guess what? I'm going to try and kill. Somebody scream Debbie Downer. Somebody scream Debbie Downer. And I want to tell you, you better watch out for the Debbie Downers. When people are already depressed, don't expect them to build you up. When people are already going through hell, don't expect for them to push you. When I was going through my divorce, one of the hardest things for me to do was to make sure that I did not put on them my feelings about what I was going through. Amen. Because I did not want them to think that their marriage wasn't survivable. 
because I had a desire, but guess what? I was also living my best life. I want somebody to understand, even when it don't look like it, when you're living your best life, all you can do is push people. You have a desire, but you do not have, so you kill. So you try and break people. You try and, and make people. And listen, this is all why you saved. You Sometimes you don't even realize you're a Debbie Downer. Sometimes you don't even realize that every word that's coming out of your mouth is negative because you have a desire that you have not filled yet. Whenever there's a void in your life, you better watch what comes out of your mouth. Whenever there's a void in your life, watch what comes out of your mouth. You covenant, but, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel. What does it say? You covenant, but you can't get what you want. So guess what? Now you turn into a fussy Debbie down. Now every time you turn around, you're fussing about something. You're quarreling about something. Why? Because there's something you have a desire for, but you don't have. But God said in his word, I will give you everything you need from the day you wake up. All you got to do is tap into the power that I've given you to be great. Look, you do not have because you do not ask God. If you're lacking, it's because you ain't asked God. God, help me to be great. But help me to be great on my terms and not somebody else's terms. Help me to live my best life however my best life is. If my best life is making four figures a year, hey, I'm okay with it. God, just help me to live my best life making my four figures. But if my best life is my six figures, then God, I'm going to need you to give me all of my six figures. I'm going to need, I'm, I got to go after every bit of it. Listen, you've got to learn where it is God wants you to be and then you got to go hard for it. Point to your neighbor say, go hard in this season. Point to your other neighbor and say go hard in this season Don't settle for less But guess what Be okay with what God has ordained you to have But don't settle for nothing less God told me to tell somebody it's all inclusive I remember when I went on a resort And on the resort I kept making a mistake And everything they had golf lessons And I said let's do it And when I got there I said how much is it They said it's all inclusive and so they had art lessons, and I said, how much is it? And they said, it's all inclusive. And so then they had a yoga class, and I said, how much is it? And they said, it's all inclusive. What they was trying to tell me is that once you put your feet on the resort, you ain't have to pay for nothing else. Just go in and enjoy it. God told me to tell you once he woke you up this morning, you ain't got to ask him for nothing else. Just go and enjoy your best life. Go after whatever you want. God, can I have it? It's all included. God, can I get it? It's all included. God, can I have go and it's all included. You ain't got to ask me when I woke you up. I gave you everything you needed to live your best life. Somebody scream today. As long as I was on the resort, I was able to live my best life. As long as I'm in Christ, I'm able to live my best life. When? Today. Everything I needed was on the resort. I didn't have to ask them for anything. I believe that that's why when Peter woke up and Jesus walked on the water, and, and Peter said, Jesus, can I walk on the water with you? I believe Jesus said, it's all included, Peter. The faith that you needed to walk on water, I gave it to you when you woke up, Peter. Because I knew that you was going to want to walk in one water. But can I show you something? I believe everybody in the boat had the same faith. But only Peter chose to live his best life. 
only Peter chose to push the limits. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, today, push the limits. Don't stop until you feel like a rock is moving. Don't stop until you feel like a wall is moving. Don't stop until you feel like you've made some kind of progress. Don't stop until you see something is shifting and something is shaking. Do not stop until you see God moving stuff out the way. You gotta learn how to put your feet on the pedal and not stop until you realize, oh God done did it again. So I'm gonna do something else. Oh God done did it again. Somebody scream, I want the do it again experience I don't want to stop I want to let God do it again look when you start fussing too much and quarreling too much you better know there's a void inside of you that has not been filled and your way of, 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 of answering that void is through um, projecting other ways when you start just starting an argument I can't believe you left one towel in the dryer there's a desire inside of you that has not been fulfilled. And your way of answering it is to start projecting, quarreling, or fussing. Because when you are in a season when you are living your best life, can I tell you something? It is hard for somebody to make you fuss. It is hard for somebody to make you quarrel. When you are finally living the life you think God has ordained for you, somebody will be fussing and they'll be like, you didn't hear me. And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, what you say? Because when you are so strategic and going after God, you're not entertaining the minor stuff around you. When you pick up on every wind that blows, you ain't doing enough. When you can pick up on everything storm that's rising, you ain't doing enough. There are some storms that happen at night and people will be like, did you hear that? I'd be like, hear what? Why, honey, I slept all through that storm. Somebody better tell your neighbor in this season, I'm sleeping all through your storm. I'm sleeping all through your fussing. I'm sleeping all through your quarreling. I ain't got time for that this season. I am going after peace and everything that God has ordained for me. He said, you handle yourself with quarreling and fussing. He says, when you ask, you do not receive. Look at what the Bible says in verse 3. Why am I not receiving? Because you ask with wrong motives. You cannot live your best life asking for things that belong to somebody else. Yeah, but I want to drive that car. You asking, you're not receiving because you're asking with wrong motives. Yeah, but I want people to be impressed with what I do. You are asking with wrong motives. It is not your job to impress people. It is your job to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let God bless you and you impress God. But when you ask God with wrong motives, he's like, yeah, I'm not doing that for you. Yeah, but God, all of the rappers, they're millionaires. I want to be a millionaire. Nope, I'm not going to bless that prayer. Listen, you are asking with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. When you walk in the spirit of God, you're not even asking God to bless you for you. You're asking God to bless you. God, give me knowledge so I can turn around and bless somebody else. Solomon said, if you don't give me anything else, just give me wisdom. Solomon didn't ask for money. And so God says, I'm going to honor your request, but I'm going to give you wisdom and money. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are your biggest fight. You can't live your best life because you're fighting with you. Somebody tell yourself, say, self, I have been equipped to handle this day. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4 and 13, I can do 
all things. I have been equipped to handle whatever happens this day. Car accident, I've been equipped. Sickness, I've been equipped. Child going crazy, I have been equipped. You've got to start telling yourself that God shall supply all of my needs and I have been equipped to handle whatever happens in this day so I can still live my best life. If I can still smile while I go through a hellish day, guess what? I'm living my best life. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That means on today, I have been equipped to handle this day. I remember when we, were, when we found out that my mom probably would not live through a surgery. And we were all sitting in the room and we start talking about the memories and who she was and who she used to be. And we would cry and we would console each other. And then we bring it back together. The one thing I could always hear God telling me is you can do all things. You can survive this. You can get beyond this. You can go further than this. And guess what God was telling me? I'm not getting ready to remove this burden from you, but I have given you the power to deal with what's getting ready to come your way. See, y'all think that God is the God that if you, you, if you don't move it out the way you ain't a good God God will tell you in your face I'm not finna change it I'm not finna remove it I'm not finna move but guess what I've given you everything you need to deal with it and to uh, empower you to outlive it but God I had to bury my child I know I knew it was coming but I made sure when it came I'd given you the power to survive it how do you survive the death of a child? God says, I'm going to show you. And it's going to hurt. And it's going to break you. And you're going to be with tears. And you're going to go through depression. But God says, through it all, I'm going to walk with you through the entire part. And I'm going to give you the strength to outlive this. See, some of us, we think that if God don't make it easy, God ain't a good God. God says, I'm not getting a look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, he's not going to make it easy. But he's going to give you the strength to get through it. It's not going to be an easy battle, but guess what? You can still live your best life because your best life don't look like my best life. You have been equipped to handle this day. I can do all things. Somebody say, I, I can do, do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Listen, tomorrow is not your business. Your business is to live today. Some of y'all can't enjoy today because you already depressed about tomorrow. You already, you woke up saying, dang, today's Sunday. I like Jesus, but I got to go to work tomorrow. Tomorrow is not your business because guess what? Tomorrow is not even promised. You don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. When we went on our trip, Canada's weather was so funny. We planned this little schedule. We're going to do this today and this tomorrow and this the day after. And guess what? God says, I shall give you your daily bread every day. And so guess what? The weather kept switching on us. So guess when we started planning our day when we woke up? We start saying everything we planned, it ain't working because the weather ain't working with us. So instead of getting stressed out and saying we just ain't going to do nothing, we will wake up that day and say, how's the weather going to be? It's going to be rainy? Okay, well then, God, we're going to do this on today. And we're going to forget about tomorrow. We're going to figure out how to enjoy the day. Some of y'all can't even enjoy your today because you already worried about tomorrow. And what happens on the 15th when I don't have my mortgage money? God says, I will supply your needs on that day. Can you just learn how to live and enjoy your family? Somebody scream today. today. 
family members in your house that you've not learned how to enjoy. God says, I want you to learn how to be in today. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Be in today. What that means is, let's figure out, do we want to barbecue today or go to the park? Do we want to play Uno or Monopoly? Let's figure out how we can make the best of, somebody scream, today. Stop worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. It'll happen tomorrow, but guess what? When it happens tomorrow, God will give you what you need. When? Tomorrow, tomorrow. God's not going to give you what you need tomorrow, today. So while you stressing, God says, I already took about that, but I want you to just figure out how to live today. Tomorrow is not your business. Somebody point to yourself and say, self, tomorrow is not our business. We've got to learn how to be in today and live today. Gas prices in Canada are just as expensive as gas prices in Georgia. What am I trying to tell you? The people that have burdens in Canada are just like the people that have burdens in the USA. The color don't change. The nationality, it does not matter. Because guess what? Everybody wakes up every day with a burden. Everybody wakes up every day and they've got to deal with something. You're not special just because you're an African American. You're going to have your own burden. Caucasians going to have their own burdens. And guess what? The people in the big house have burdens just like the people in the little house. They got gas bills and light bills just like your bills. They're just a little bigger, but everybody got burdens. Everybody got issues. And guess what? Everybody got bills. And so while you're trying to figure out, God says, don't worry about that. Tomorrow is not promised. Learn how to live today. Somebody left their house yesterday, and they made plans today, but they didn't live to see today. And so some of the plans you're making for tomorrow, look at your neighbor and say, let's do it today. When Jesus went out at the disciples, he didn't give them choices. He says, come and follow me. When, Jesus? Today. On one occasion, he asked somebody, he says, come and be my disciple. He says, okay, Jesus, I'm coming. He says, but hold up, first I got to go bury my father. Jesus says, let the dead bury the dead. When do you want me to follow you? I want you to follow me today. Somebody look what the Bible says in Matthew 6 and 34. Tomorrow is not your business. Look what the Bible says in Matthew 6 and 34. Therefore, do not worry about when? Tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So guess what? He's giving you a heads up that today is going to have its own troubles. He's giving you a heads up that today going to have its own burdens. He's giving you a heads up that today going to have its own issues. So he says now today, but I'm going to give you what's sufficient for you to deal with whatever issue that you have to deal with. Everything you need is supplied once you follow Jesus. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Depression, everything you need, love, joy, peace, is applied to you when? When I follow Jesus. The question is today, are you following Jesus? Most people that commit suicide and give up on life, they don't know Matthew 6 and 11 that God will supply all of their needs in that one day. And they get overwhelmed. But you don't have to give up hope when you are in Jesus. The Bible tells us in Matthew 4 and 18, can I just read this for you? As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers. This is his first calling, a Peter and Andrew. They were casting their net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Look what the Bible says. Jesus says, come follow me. 
Jesus says, and I will send, send, out, send you out to fish for people. And the Bible says in verse 20, at once they left their nets and they followed him. Can I show you something as I close out? No matter how many times you read the Bible, can I show you what you won't find? You won't find the disciples when they started following Jesus needing shoes. You won't find the disciples needing clothes. You won't find the disciples begging or needing anything to eat. From the time they followed Jesus, look at what the Bible says, they were fishermen. They had full-time jobs. They gave up their jobs to follow Jesus. And what happens? Jesus supplied their daily need. Jesus made sure everything they needed was taken care of. Why? Because they made a choice to follow Jesus. Can I tell you, once you give your life to Christ, he will supply everything that you need and what you need will not look like what I need and guess what he'll bless you what Peter need is not what John needed what John needed is not what um, Judas needed what Judas needed was not what Bartholomew needed they all needed something different but Jesus supplied somebody scream all of their needs what I need is not what you need but guess what Jesus says I got you what somebody else need is not what you need but guess what said Jesus said I got you too it's all inclusive it does not matter who you are and what your name is once you give your life to Jesus Jesus says welcome to the resort and whatever you need is all included you need joy got it peace joy got it love got it it does not matter somebody look at your neighbor say welcome to the resort they left their nets and they followed Jesus and from that day on Jesus took care of all of their needs my question to you is, are you allowing yourself to live your best life today? And when I say your best life, I mean your best life in Christ. I'm not talking about building a six-figure business. Because guess what? If you are in Christ, Christ will make sure he gives you everything you need to build that business, build your marriage, build your wife, build your house. But he just needs you to first follow him. He says, will you put down your net, whatever you're doing? They were fully employed. He says, and come follow me. That means will you turn over your life and give your life to Christ? And it's at that point that you start learning how to live your best life. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, live your best life today in Christ. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Come on. We got to learn how to live our best life in Christ. Don't compare your life to anybody else. Listen. A single person's life with seven kids, their best life is not going to resemble a single mother with two kids. But it does not mean God is not blessing them. So your life and what you're having to deal with, it may not look like my Facebook page. It may not look like somebody, and some of y'all gonna kill yourselves just looking at somebody else's Instagram and Facebook and you don't even realize they're lying. You trying to go in debt and get depressed and they ain't even telling the truth. But when you line your life up with Christ, and you say, God, what I got is what I got. What you give me is what I'm going to spend. 
ain't trying to impress nobody. I ain't trying to be nobody because I don't want to even try. Listen, when you try and be me, you got to keep getting permission from me on what you can do. But when you live your best life, you get to do whatever you and God ordain y'all selves to do. I ain't trying to live nobody else's life. I'm trying to live my best life with my money, with my resources. My friends and I, we all have sayings, and we'll say, all right, we're going here, we're going here. And somebody will put in a text, not my season. Somebody else will put in a text, I ain't got it. And guess what? We be like, cool, got you. Because guess what? They best life ain't our best life. And our best life ain't their best life. We just want everybody to get up every day, though, and live your best life. Point to your neighbor and say, neighbor, live your best life, however that looks. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap of praise.